Another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio brought to you by M3S3 Clothing. Men make moves and suckers stand still. And as always on the mighty, mighty, mighty Nerve DJs Radio Network. Shout out to the Nerve DJs family. Uh, the OGs, OG, Johnny O, T-Rex, Big Half. Y'all know the family. Anyway, legend after legend after legend. And yo, 2024, we've been just kicking y'all ass. I'm just going to put it out there. And today is absolutely no exception. We got my hometown, Detroit's finest, FEMC. Actually, I'm not even going to say FEMC. One of the dopest MCs you will ever hear spit a bar. P-Dot is in the building. How you doing, Queen? What's up? Happy New Year. What's Happy going on? Happy New Year work? to you. Nothing much. How you do, how you doing? How's the family? Uh, everybody's great. Feeling blessed, you know. Just here, blessed to be here talking to you guys. Just you know, you know. Just want to see what the world, what the what the year about to bring. Uh, I'm here for it. <laughs> you tell me, what's the year gonna bring for P Dot? Oh Lord. Um. Well, first quarter is looking good. Uh. So, um. Just released a project on Halloween called 313 Degrees. And so we're about to start heavy promo on that. Um, be doing heavy promo on air promo with Hot 1075. So be listening to my first single certified. Gonna be getting played real, real soon. Um, that's also the first visual coming off the project as well. So y'all, y'all can check that out now. Um, yeah, fire, so go, fire, yeah, fire. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. You know, you know if you call, I'm gonna slide. Them. I'm down the ride. She's certified. <laughs> Yeah, you, I, know I, I you know yeah. it. You know oh, it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my point. <laughs> I'm just trying to um just just stay consistent and stay working and stay moving. You know, you know, just doing what I love to do. That's all. Why hip hop? Mm. What, what what was your first I love hip hop moment? Mm. My first I love hip hop moment. I was a little girl, and um, I can remember being probably like seven years old, eight years old. My dad, he used to always listen to uh, It's Like That. Like, it's like that. And that's the way, the it, way is. it is. Every morning, he used to bang that so loud in the mornings while he's getting dressed. And, uh, you know, it just was, it just gave me chills and stuff. I'm like, damn, Run DMC was so cold, you know? So my dad kind of, um, you know, opened my eyes to the hip hop at an early age. I knew that that's, that's what I was attracted to. Especially, you know, like Houdini came. I was young though, but I still remember. <laughs> but Yo, uh, yeah, that was my love. I love hip hop moment. Yeah, Houdini is so fucking underrated. They don't. Yeah, people be sleeping. <laughs> they don't. They don't. <laughs> they don't. Yeah. So you know, that's that was my first I love hip hop moment, and then my second I love hip hop moment was um when a friend of mine took me into the studio and I recorded my first song and I heard myself. And I was like, wow, I could see myself doing that. I could see myself doing this. And then from that moment, it's just been up. Yes. So, yeah. What was that What was that first song? 
Um, it was called um can I I mean what, what type of language can I use on here? <laughs> you, say, you say whatever the fuck you want to say. Okay, <laughs> it was called, it was actually called uh it was called the wrong how to provoke. So it was um it, you know back then it was like you know it's very not common back then with for females to be lyricists and still be feminine and stuff. They always either thought we were, you know, uh, or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Or they thought that we wasn't good enough. So, you know, it was like, I was getting provoked a lot to just, um, basically stand my ground and had to prove myself so much. And then I, that was my first song, the wrong hole to provoke. <laughs> And I let my mom hear it, and I was so I was so embarrassed. I'm like, oh my god, I was so scared. Listen, she she wanted to hear it because uh, when I went to the studio, I was young. I was 14 years old, my first time going into the studio, and I went with some friends. And I was like, we got to ask my mama. So we all had to go around there and ask my mom. And my mom was like, okay, well, since you've been in the studio, you know, because we was gone for a while, she was like, let me hear what y'all came up with, you know. So I was like, mom, I'm cussing, you know. And she was like, well, shoot, that ain't nothing new. Like, I knew that, you know. But when I let it, I was so shy. Like, oh, you know, mamas do something different, you know. Like, I'm not shy with nobody else, but I was shy. I was very shy with her. And then mm. um, she heard it, and I was like, what you think? She was like, it's really good, you know. She's like, you're cussing a lot, but it's real good. Like, <laughs> so, you know, I just kept on going and uh, perfecting my craft and here I am, you know, just still standing. <laughs> Yo, so I was talking about my, my, my guy, uh, T-Rex, shout out to Nerve DJs, of which I am in the family. Um, and, and Have you been down to Cleveland? Yeah, we've been, uh, shoot, I think I've been there about four, three or four times with my team. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah was that there? He Go was ahead. like, oh, you got P-Dot coming on. Yeah. Like, yeah, I fu I fucks with her, man. She's like she's she, Johnny O and helping them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those my guys, you know, like uh <laughs> man. Yeah, cool. Um when I first met DJ Johnny O and Hef, um, it was I, I wanna say it probably was like mm, um it was a contest. They was a, I know they was at the Bullfrog. And um, this was when the Underground Hip Hop Awards was going every year in Detroit, mm -hmm. Michigan at St. Andrews. And um, this particular year, I had just really uh, stepped back out because at first I was with a camp and, you know, I was like, oh, I don't want to rap no more. But somehow I got, you know, got re-motivated. And then I was like, oh, let me go get this one last shot. You know what I'm saying? So I was coming back on the scene again. And at that time, uh, it was Uncle P. Uh, it was um, Uncle P. Detroit Rap .com. You know, they was doing a lot of... Uh, a lot of real nice uh, showcases with, you know, artists and stuff like that. And they, you know, um, there were some people that I wanted to meet. And so mm -hmm. at that time they were doing uh, the underground hip hop awards and it was like uh, a slot. So they came up with this thing at the bullfrog was like, um, you know, we're going to do this, do the showcase. So whoever has the best showcase, they're going to get the last slot at the underground hip hop awards. Mm -hmm. So, I was, it was me. I, I remember it being me and a few, it was a lot of us that uh, got up there, but it was um, narrowed down to like six of us. And I ultimately won that and, and Johnny O and uh, they was up there for that. You know, they was some of the judges and stuff and I got picked. And the very next day I performed at the underground hip hop awards and stuff. And I, that's, they were promoting me um, as part of the, the package deal. I was able to perform and also get a promo um, 
promo package done down in Cleveland. So they was playing my music. Uh, the song was called Something to Ride To. That's what I won the contest with. And that's the song that I was uh, chosen to perform. And um, when I won it, DJ Johnny O and Big Hef and them, they were uh, pushing it real, real heavy down in Cleveland and uh, over, you know, they pushed it to all the DJs that was in a coalition, you know what I'm saying? And it was getting mm. pushed like heavy, like they pushed it hard. And I was like, wow, it was amazing. Like, you know how many people was listening and downloading it. So yeah, that was, I met them. And then the second time we went, um, we was on a run. We was on a promo run, uh, Coney Island promo run, me, myself, me, myself. It was Chai's, uh, and at that time it was DJ Henhouse and my manager B Scarp. And we went down there just on a promo run and do a couple performances and interviews and stuff like that. And we bumped into them. <laughs> we mm. bumped into them. And then we got a, a interview spot and stuff like that. So it was good to reconnect with them. I'm like, wow, you know, we was all familiar. <laughs> we all I'm like, dang, I'm in Cleveland. You know, I felt good. And then, you know, we did that. We was on a heavy promo run that year. We came back to Detroit and then we went back again for uh we went back again for the all-star all-star uh game they had not last year but the year before last when they was hosting yeah. it in cleveland and we was on on tour in the winter time and we went into the media room and and uh yeah nerve djs was there so it was dope you know we just kept linking up and stuff but yeah we went there at least about i want to say at least three times already in the past couple years who you fuck yeah. with in the city? Like, like when you was coming up, when you was coming out, who was like some, of, especially the females, who was some of the females that you fuck with early on? Uh, you talking about in the city or you talking about mm -hmm. just period? No, uh, in the city, uh, in the city. Um, I want to say, I remember that I was real little, but I was hearing Smiley a lot. Smiley, um, boss. Um, it was an all girl group called the honeys back in the day. And it was a couple of uh, first ladies, Redbone um, and Nina the Pimp. She was part of Rock Bottom. So I was, you know, really? pretty much. Yeah, they had a, a first lady. Yeah, they had a first lady, Rock Nina the Pimp. And um, it was uh, Redbone. She was with Raw Collection at the time. So, you know, those, those were the type of, of artists and stuff that I was looking up to because they were in the camp of all guys and they were still holding their own and they were still keeping their femininity and they were still, you know, bar heavy and respected heavy. So I was like, that's what I'm going to do. Like, I don't want to be super, you know what I'm saying? You, you know, sex, sex sales, but that's not what I wanted to be about. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to be about bars and hip hop and music and, you know, the movement and the culture, like, you know, but if it works, whoever it works for is cool, but that's not just, that's not yeah. what I wanted to do. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 it depends like there's levels to that shit there's you it know, is yeah that's why like, i said who it works for it could you know shoot uh, kudos and, and salute to them oh no yep. I, act, I actively hate on sexy red that's that's so secret <laughs> actively hating on her like i don't oh, want to happen to you but you're just trash it's just it's yeah you know what i hear a lot of people say that but these young kids they love her <laughs> they be, yeah they I, yeah i'm just the old <laughs> nigga that's it. complaining but yeah, they love she too her. much. She too much for me. Like you know, I'm, you know what I'm. You know what I'm not. I'm not gonna hate on her because spirits. It calls. Oh, it sometimes when I be in certain atmospheres, it calls for a little bit of ratchet. You know, it calls for a little bit of ratchet sometimes. So I, it depends I, I on understand. Where I understand <laughs> a little bit of ratchet. Maybe even a little bit and a half. A but, little bit and a half. 
100 <laughs> pure d just ratchet is just unacceptable you gotta have yeah. some some couth to you some decorum at some I point mean, yeah but you know i'm gonna say the artists artists like you know the ones who you know what and only thing only thing i'm gonna say is that what i can respect about artists like her is that they just live in their truth you know what i'm saying so if that's really what they are and really what they do you know what i mean they living no, in their truth i don't you don't Fuck think so truth. no somebody <laughs> some, yeah some of your truth like that's like saying uh you know a homeless guy just just keep pissing on your car is okay because he living in your truth i mean i mean no. hey <laughs> it's work it works for her that's all i'm saying i can't yeah. i can't you know it work. it works for her it's obviously people loving it because the girl is everywhere you know what i'm saying they got her opening up at schools and you know what i'm saying colleges and high schools that's and stuff so like, fucking real talk. yeah like that, that's she all, on, all on tv at the award yeah. show so yeah you know, you gotta have a little bit of that though to create a little bit of balance though. You know, you gotta have a little to so people can appreciate the the you know when the real slide through, they can appreciate like okay. If you, you don't believe that, no, I, I don't. I don't need to see the bottom <laughs> of the barrel to understand there's a barrel. But sometimes you know you ever you ain't never heard the saying that sometimes people gotta bump their head to know it hurt. Yeah, but I don't want to see that shit live. <laughs> hey, hey. <listen. laughs> Hey, look, like I said, hey, I can't do nothing but be like, look, it's working for sis. She eating. Hey, ride it, ride it while you can, ride it while they loving it. Cause you know, you know how music is every few years is something new. So so you from the east side? Born. Born born on the east side, raised on the west side. Cause I cause I, the Mac and B Wig song just brought back yeah. so much memories. Yeah, because that's where, where I was born at. Like, you know, Mac and Sheridan. Oh, so wow. you know, I'm sorry. Um, I'm, huh? I'm sorry. What? <laughs> I'm fucking with you. No, I'm from the West Side. No, real talk. Like you know, um, born on the East. My family, my dad's side of the family is still on the East. My mom's side of the family was was the ones that moved to the West Side. And um, from the age of eight all the way up to current times, I've been a West, you know, West Sider. But mm. I'll never forget where I come from. You know what I'm saying? All those things combined, you know, made me who I am. And that's why I can go anywhere and I'm not scared to be around my own people. You feel me? Is that store <laughs> still there on Mac and B Wick? Huh? Is that store the on Mac store? and B Wick? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's still, it's still there. Yeah, it's oh, still there. Man. They gave yeah, it a I... facelift. They gave it a facelift. It looked it look new and, you know, it's, yeah. still, it's still doing what it's doing over here. <laughs> man, I have pulled up to that parking lot before. I had some needs, you know. Okay, <laughs> I'm just gonna put it that Said way. I and, and man, I was a. I I want to let me shut up because, but yo, oh, that store, you know, hey, I, I, you know, and my cousins, uh, I had some family on, on Mac and Chalmers. Okay. So, you know, I was all up and through there, you know, for, for most of my young life. You know, I, I, I grew up on Seven Mile and Southfield, but, yeah, we definitely was running through Mac. And, and yo, when I went to that store, I was like, nigga, this exists? They yeah. Did, what? Oh, yeah. shit. Let me, let, like, I'm going to be yeah. real. I'm going to be honest with you. Some of my funnest times was when I was living over here as a kid. I didn't, nothing bad. I never saw nothing bad 
that's what trips me out like when i be going to the west side or people stereotype the east side like oh it'd be like bro the west side is honestly worse than the east side i'm gonna be real with you like you know what i'm saying when i come and come visit my father over here i ain't I, nothing has ever happened to me over here nothing like everything that has ever happened to me it's been on the west side <laughs> i'm telling you <laughs> i think I'm the east side, i think the east side follows the rules better like you know it, uh, the streets got rules yeah the west side like for a buck niggas will pop their mama the east side niggas has got a little bit more uh you know standards they'll do grimy shit but if for like for the in-house type shit at least from my experience they kind of go more so by the rules niggas on the west side not so much i guess like like again i just it just depends because i i mean i'm gonna be honest yeah you got the knuckleheads you got the ones but you know majority of the time the ones that i ran into they had to like the for the people that i knew that had to live that that life like that they had no choice like i know a couple of friends i had a couple of friends that i went to school with their mother their father probably was either dead or locked up and their mother was cracked out real talk like a couple of my friends and they had to fend for themselves early you know what i'm saying so yeah. majority of the time when i was around people they never did nothing to me but i knew their capabilities i'm like yeah. i used to tell them all the time like i'm glad you love me i'm glad i'm your friend you know what I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, yeah, glad I don't, you, I don't want you I'm glad you're on my side because you know i just know but um you know a lot of a lot of my friends that had to live like that, you know what I'm saying? They had to live like that. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't no choice. Like nowadays, you see a lot of people, they don't even they they still respond in the mud, but they want to be accepted. So they out there just doing stuff. It's like you don't even got it. It's cool to be square. You don't have to be a thug all the time. You don't have to be. But what I feel like nowadays, because I'm here, I'm in Detroit every day all day, it's always like people feel like they got a point to prove all the time. Yeah, it's always a point to prove, or it's like Thanks. ego, ego, pride. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's a lot of that. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. So so, that's, so I've I've had the the privilege of seeing you perform live. Thank you. What you think? What you think? Yo, like like <laughs> your live show is off the charts. Oh, oh, okay. God, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just gonna be honest. Um, oh, what's the motivation as far as your live show? Because nowadays, performing live doesn't seem to be an interest of a lot of artists. Like, what what makes you go so hard? Because I believe in it. You know what I'm saying? Because I believe in my music. You know what I'm saying? So, um. I just be having fun, you know. I'm just gonna be honest. Like, it's just so. It's just. It's just. Uh, uh, I don't know how to say it. It's like when I when I touch that stage, it make me feel some type of way. It's a good feeling, you know. And I like the way it feels. And you know, people, you know, you get to be, you get to let it, lay it, lay it all out. You feel me? You can let it all out. You can, you can just. <laughs> get it in you know what i'm saying it's a good feeling and then people and i'm an energy junkie like you know what i'm saying so when i'm vibing and then they start vibing with me then that make it turn up a little more and that make that make them turn up a little bit more so we be 
you know, but I, I honestly believe in, in, in what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? I think that when people believe in what they're doing in their own music and stuff like that, then they go, you know, I just, and then on top of that, I like to, I like to always try to put my best foot forward. And I know that each time, cause I study my performances, like my manager, he'd be there and stuff like that. So while I'm performing and stuff, he, he record it, you know, mm -hmm. or sometimes I have a cameraman there. And then when I'm done, he has sent me the performance and then I just study myself. And sometimes mm -hmm. I'll be like, okay, all right. I could have connected. I could have, I could have stopped and directly looked at the crowd a little bit more, talk directly to them. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And, you know, just lock in with them, you know, cause sometimes they, they really be looking at you. Like it's, it's, it's so funny how like the views are so different from the stage. When you're on stage, you just see eyes. Everybody just be like, that's what they be looking at you. They be like, you see a hundred faces like, like that. Like, do you know, do you know how they feel? <laughs> they be just waiting, like, what you finna do? You know? So it's like, you know, and then, you know, being in the city, the city be like, huh, who is you? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm telling you, Detroit. So if you can get them to turn up in the D, you can make them turn up anywhere. I'm, I'm being for real. Cause here in the city, they be like, who? What? Like, everybody be like, so what? I'm me too. I'm a star too. Like, you know. You know. It ain't easy. But you're right. <laughs> if you can make it in the city, man, like, if you can get them niggas to, to really fuck with you. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta get yeah. a shot elsewhere. And a so, lot of that has to do with you being just really, you gotta really be yourself. Like, they know. Like, real recognize real, you know what I'm saying? And they recognize when you when you shucking the jab and the pulling their leg, too. Yeah, that's like, facts. Mm -hmm. so, okay, so I got somebody I want to put them up on P-Dot. What's a good song to start them with? Um, I would probably say you can go ahead and start from now and go all the way back. So it probably would. I probably would throw them certified um, right now because it's, it's my most commercial song right now and it, it's a vibe um, but it also depends on what type of music they into because I do different types of vibes mm -hmm. so you know I just be like oh just go to the website and just go ahead and do your thing because if if a person actually go to the website then they'll see everything from current and then it'll go to the past but then they see everybody I've worked with as well. You know what I'm saying? So you're going to get the song on the features, you know, the big features that I got, like with Swifty McVeigh and Stretch Money and Trick Trick and, you know, all of them. You're going to get all of that, you know, it's videos, it's everything. But I'll probably say my first song, I'll probably say go ahead and, and listen to the certified because mm -hmm. you're going to vibe out. And then I'll probably say, uh, I like Mac and B with Mac and B with is actually my favorite song right now because this turn is is young and turn yeah. <laughs> and it actually described Mac and B with like the the the, yeah. the vibe like when you hear it it's like the aura you be like oh that's Mac and B with <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I, I, I would go with Mac and B with before certified although I fucks with certified heavy okay why you yeah. choose Mac and B with because it I, I it resonates with me okay because okay. I get it. You know, like, yeah. like you got to be from the city to understand, like, like the power of Mac and Bewick. Um, uh huh. You know, a so, lot has yeah. happened at Mac and Bewick. Oh boy, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, like it's certain shit that everybody in Detroit, you know, like okay, we all know about Mac and Bewick. We all know about Exit Nine. We all know about the Mile. 
Yeah, Bell Isle, Joy you know, so There's certain shit that you know, like yeah, we all can kind of okay. I don't care what side of town you from. I know about this area or this. Yeah. Street, I've heard this street even if I haven't been over there. Uh huh. Mac definitely is one of those. Definitely. Yeah. So, yeah I, I fucks with that <laughs> very heavy. So wait, a minute, you said stretch money? Yeah, I, I, I got it. I got it. Yeah. Yeah, how that happened? Yes. Um, okay. Well, actually, that's my second one. One one I got with Stretch. Uh, it's called um Dope. And mm-hmm. I met we did this years ago. Um, I just was like, I put on Facebook, I said my birthday was like maybe like a week out. I said, if I could get I said, once I said, my I said, what I want for my birthday, I want a verse from Stretch Money. I want to work with Stretch Money for my birthday. And I tagged him. And he was like, he was like, say less. He came back like a couple hours later and was like, say less. And then it really happened. Like we went, we uh, uh he was like, call me. You know, I talked to him. And he was really cool. And he was like, I already, you know, he kind of I think he was already, he said he already um knew knew about me. You know what I'm okay. saying? Like from um because uh through Uncle P and um my um my manager that I'm under currently was once managing uh stretch money at the time and um stretch had uh had a release party at the bullfrog and they had booked me and a couple more of my fellow peers to open up for him at his um welcome back party mm-hmm. and that's the first time that i met him and i i performed and then when i came off he gave me gave me my flowers and i like maybe like a year later i was like my birthday was coming up and i was like if y'all want to give me something for my birthday, I want to get a feature from Stretch Money. Mm. And then he came back. He was like, say less. And then he actually popped up and it was a song called Dope. And then this one that I'm on, this actually is called Detroit Life Cypher. It has Stretch Money on it. It has uh, Swifty McVeigh from D12, Knivin from D12. It has myself and a couple, uh, one more other um, heavy hitting artists on there. And Swifty called me and mm. I didn't know that Stretch was on it. Stretch had already had laid his verse on there. Mm. And um, once I got there, then they played it all the way through until they got to mine. My, my verse was probably like the maybe the fourth verse and Stretch opened it up. And I was like, that sounds like Stretch. I was like, that is, you know, I was like, oh, so yeah. That I got to get credit for, to uh, Swifty McVay from D12 for that one. I was floored that he when he called me, he was like, Dad, I want you on this song. I was like, What? Swifty make my D12 Eminem. That Swifty like yeah. Yep. And I went and did the verse. And man, we did our thing. I had a ball. Yeah, we, we got a visual coming to it too. It's on my website. Oh, I got <laughs> so yeah, I got I gotta see this one. Yo, yeah, we gonna, stretch might have song, my favorite Detroit song. Stretch. Yeah, it takes money. Oh. oh, yeah, that's undeniable. Like everybody, if if somebody say that's not they hating, like you can play that anywhere and people get up and just start ballroom hustling. Oh my god, <laughs> man! Like I be going to work listening to that shit. Like like that guy still still to this day. Like I fucks with that song very very heavy. Who? Oh who's, yeah. Who's your favorite yeah. Detroit artist? I don't have a favorite because. They all 
every man they all so dope like is do you know how hard that no, is no they're not no they stop it not, not everybody i'm serious dope. you got no. you got legends here you got big hurt you got you got stretch you got you got damn you got do you know how many you got miss corona you got all all the artists are here like you got cheddar boy malik you got shit my boy chives you got shit you got big wolf man danny brown all of them you can't i can't pick why danny brown don't get love in the city like he's supposed to he do but you know what danny brown is the international like just like with with miss corona nick speed dj losanum they international like and like tech nine and them you know what i'm saying them type of artists like i don't know i mean i think they in between that that pocket of mainstream like you know mainstream and underground they right in that pocket but they bigger but i think that people just either don't know or they don't understand like i don't you know they just be like it um them type of artists kind of come out like on some if you know you know type of thing like they'd be like okay if you mess with me cool if you don't cool yeah. too yeah. i rock with who rock with me if you don't i ain't tripping you know just like isham you know what i'm saying like come on the man like you know what i'm saying i still every now and then listen to dead flowers <laughs> oh my god and you know what I, I, uh... boom 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 because i don't just talk <laughs> Yo, and the red tape, nigga. That you taking me? Oh my god! See, you yes. talking about some what? Who my favorite artist is? Oh man, I can't. Um, I can't nearly die. I'm trying to think now because I talked to Loose Cannon and I talked to Royce, and I asked them both who would be the uh, uh, Mount Rushmore of Detroit MCs. That's hard. That's give hard. You got to give me four. Come on. It's hard. Now I don't want to hear that. Come on now. Can you can we come back to that? Like I got I'm gonna be thinking about that. Can we come back to that? Because I it'll be so much dead air right now if, you, if I answer that right now. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a think I'm a think while we while we talking because I swear to God like I work right. with so many. I work right. with so many, and I work with so many of them. All right, all right, we'll come back to that. But I ain't gonna let you stay yeah, on that. I'm, I'm gonna be thinking though. Still, still think. Okay, who do you have the best chemistry in the studio with producer wise? Producer wise, I had really, really, really good chemistry. Okay. Okay, because I go to different people. Okay, so I go to one fit just engineering, and then I go. So you you want me to just say engineer or do you want me to say producer? Producer. Okay. Producer wise, I'd say my best chemistry. I had the best chemistry with uh with kid. Mm. With kid. Okay. What was what, what what about kid that that just is different? Um, because kid, like, we did a song recently. He cooked the beat up on the spot. He cooked the beat up on the spot. It was so crazy. And then he was like, he just turned around, was like, that what you got? Because we was trying to come up with the hook. I was like, I got something, I think. And he was like, go in there. And, and you know, I said, and then he was like, oh, that's it. And I was like, that's it. He was like, that's it. He was like, stop doubting yourself. Like, he kind of um let you be free in the studio. And he'd be like, okay, we going to, if whatever you got, we going to drop it right now. That's going to be the rough drop. And we going to come back. Like, you know how some people 
try to one take stuff or try to be like, okay, got to be done now. Mm-hmm. Him, Kid, Kid the producer, my manager, uh, uh, my manager, B Scarb, Asar, and Trick, Trick actually are all, they all do that. They let you take your time. They'd be like, I don't care how long it take. We just want it right. Mm. Whereas where I have been in booths with other studio, uh, been in studios with other producers and they'd be like, some of them will lose patience. Well, well, you know, I haven't had that in a while, but I'm just talking about it as over my experience. I have mm. been in studios where um, producers are probably be like, just trying to hurry up or they, you could just kind of tell when they just in it for the money. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and you can tell when certain producers want you to can't want you to drop some real good genuine music. So I I could tell the difference. And yeah. what I can say is like with Kid, a star, my manager, Trick Trick, they'd be like, we can be here to six in the morning. Like I have, anytime I record with them, we'd be in the studio anywhere from like twelve hours to fifteen hour sessions straight. And that's kind of how I get a lot of my projects done because we be in there just knocking them out. Boom, boom, boom. When I go in there, record and come out, they be mixing and mastering. I be writing the next one with my headphones on, writing the next one while they working on that one. And then I'll be like, as soon as I get the first verse done, I'll be like, I'm ready. And then I go in there and I drop the verse. And then when I'm done, they go back to mixing and mastering. I go back to writing. So it'll be like, yeah. That's crazy. I had to de- go develop that. That was my manager. Like me and him used to bump heads so much. Oh my God. Cause he was like, you know, you know, like when um it's a process that I had to learn working with him. Cause he'd be like, shoot, however long it's gonna take, where I was used to people used to gauge you on the one hit a quitter, like you go in there and one take it. They be like, Oh yeah. hell yeah. But they be like, man, <laughs> Once you go home and you listen to it, you be like, I I I, I mispronounced that not, that word. I could have enunciated that better. I should have said this, but that all come from trying to do everything in one take. Well, you you know that, that's trying to please other people that that really don't care whether it's successful or not. Yeah, but they, you know, what I'm saying like you got that's something that you learn. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. During during your journey, you learn like, okay, this is my money. Why am I rushing? Exactly. You know, I'm paying like I'm you. Paying, I'm paying you. Yeah. And you, so if and you, you trying to tell me, hours, we gonna use every last little bit of this 15 hours, brother. You ain't getting oh out of here God. early. <laughs> Yo, how important is Trick Trick to, to Detroit hip hop? Oh man, I'm gonna be real. I honestly, you know, at first before I met him, you know, people people try to pay him out to be like a mean bad guy. He not that. He just loves us. Passion, he genuinely loved Detroit. Passion, he's so passionate about the artists, how the artists get treated here. Mm-hmm. He's passionate about us not being gypped and people not selling us dreams and the smoke and mirror thing that they be doing to us because he been through it. So mm-hmm. when he connect to you, like when he when he when he reach out to you, he, it really be a genuine vibe. Like he really see something in you, and then he be like, okay. I see this in you. Let me let you know. Let me sit you down. You know what I'm saying? I see this. Let me sit you down and you know, see where your head at. And then he go, he's he's a viber, so he go off of vibes. Mm. So if he meets you and the vibe is off, you probably won't hear from him no more. I but if the vibe is because he just he um well, you know, he's 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 a little older now, so 
and he's been through some things and it's like you know i gotta pretend he, he knows like okay so oh, multiple conversations i've had with him it's like okay i know my i know what i'm capable of so i can't allow myself to get put in certain spaces where people can make me do certain things or act a certain way yeah because they already got them stereotyped like oh he is this or he is real aggressive or he just look for problems and he don't like he really be chilling and so um but the thing is if he got love for you he got love for you so say if just by example because i've been working with him for a while i look at i look up to him like a mentor you know what i'm saying because he mm -hmm. haven't steered me wrong yet anything that he's told me he hasn't been wrong yet and um uh, say for instance okay we got a situation on the floor and then i'm excited because i'm like oh i'm finally about to get my break you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and he already got his break he's a millionaire you know what i'm saying so he like hey don't look at it for what it is don't look at it for you know he kind of gets you past he kind of gets you to look past the smoke and mirrors like hey man yeah see the real in that like go oh, go go see the opportunity but really don't don't be dumb like keep your eyes open keep your ears open don't don't let the excitement like my manager do that to me too he gets on my nerves but i swear to god i love him for it because he do be like check your emotions stay out your emotions stay out your emotions stay out your stick to the business you know what i'm saying so <laughs> i just be like damn but he knows me and i'll be like how you know to just call me and tell me like it's nerve-wracking but they be right but yeah trick is uh if he got like i said if he got love for you he already know the janky promoters the janky people in the city so <laughs> but he's been here long enough and it's like you know like every four years the hip-hop community kind of like it'd be like a new cycle kind of mm. like every four years so it'd be like a new faces every four years and they'd be so excited like i just want to rap at the open mics and i just want to oh big hurricane them opening up how much y'all gonna charge me to perform on that show so it kind of be like hey don't let these people be selling you dreams you know what i'm saying make sure that what you're doing it makes sense yeah and don't be so accessible you know what i'm saying you can't show everybody love because even if you show everybody they're not gonna love you back kind of you feel me it's disheartening or yeah or it's gonna be conditions like so you know just over experience like yeah and they're like you a girl too so you got to move different because a lot of guys be because i am a girl they be trying to get me at the booth and did they really be trying to be on something different yeah so i gotta uh. so i gotta go in there on all business like let they gotta know you know when you walk in they gotta know you on all business you can't be going in there like yeah roll that up smoke that i'll be sober they don't know how to approach me so mm. no i'm not drinking no i'm not smoking what we doing do you say you need that verse pull that up like no we ain't got to talk turn that music up where the headphones at give me we ain't doing that we get straight to the business <laughs> got to though because if you be I'm all in there too friendly, you be all in there too friendly then they gonna be here come the lives and people be lying you'll be so surprised What's your most personal song? You said my worst? No, your most personal song. Oh, man. My most personal song is off of my self-titled one. It's called Pamela. But the song is called Beautiful Wounds. Mm. That's my most personal song. Why? Because 
I, I, I said things that people didn't know about me. I, right. oh, I was, I was, I was super transparent. Okay, I need to hear this. Like, what, what was you transparent uh, about? Because I haven't heard the song. Okay, I've been married before. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I talk about why that ended. Okay. Um, it ended because not because of infidelity or abuse. It was because he had a drinking problem, mm. and my love for him. You know, I couldn't get him out of it. And it was like he turned into somebody different, like not abusive, but he just turned scary. Like when he got drunk, like he'd get he get real jealous and insecure mm -hmm. when he got, you know, and, and because I'm a public figure, like I took him everywhere with me just so he would know that he would not have to worry about me so i wanted him to see me in my element so he'll know like okay when i'm not with my wife she's not doing anything because i had to let him know like you know i'm public figure and then uh the entertainment industry is mostly male yeah. it's mostly men producers videographers are mostly men photographers are mostly men managers are mostly men promoters are mostly men you know what i mean mm -hmm. so you have to be secure and you have to really be okay with my lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? And my lifestyle is what attracted him to me. But once he started seeing how much I moved around and, you know, he was just like, I he just couldn't take it. I'm going to be real. And mm. um, it started messing up opportunities for me. And so I had to make a choice. Damn. And that was on one part. And then um, on another part, I have been raped before and I talk about it. Oh my God. Um, it's all in the same song. Um, and I, I start, but I start off talk about talking about um, the journey being the MC and the moment from, from putting your all into your music and in your craft and touching the stage and stuff like that. That's my most personal song. Mm. It's Beautiful Wounds off of Pamela. What's and my manager actually uh, motivated me to do that because I was going through, I had um, I had a, a, a horrible, it was like a lot of, a series of bad events happening. Like I was losing family members. My grandmother had passed away, all type of stuff. Like she was at the time that I had wrote that she was sick. Mm -hmm. and it was like, I was grieving her already and stuff like that. It's like, dang man, grandma, you know? Mm -hmm. And then, um, just the pressures of it just was a lot going on that summer and spring and my manager was like let's let's go to the studio and i was like for what he was like because you just need you need to just let it out because he pays a lot of attention to me i didn't know he paid a lot of attention to me because i'm really when things are bothering me i'm not really vocal i kind of bottle them in and i get real quiet like so he kind of noticed like i know when Peter i get Something that's going on with her, she kind of fall off the grid or get mm. real quiet. So he just came one day and was like, let's go to the studio. And then um, he already, what's so crazy is he told me that he already be fishing for beats. Like even when I'm not even thinking about writing music or getting in the studio, he always fish, fish for beats for me and just put them in the pocket over here. And then when I'd be like, okay, I want to go to the studio, he, he'd just send me a whole bunch of 
He'd be like, huh, and I already got the concept, everything. I've been had this. And I'd be like, what? <laughs> Yo, I knew it was coming. Dope. He'd be like, I knew it was coming. I was just waiting on you. That's dope, though. That's like beyond <laughs> being a manager. That's like a magician, damn near. He he dope. Like we make, we make, we that's you know, that's why. A lot of people be like, damn, y'all, y'all, when y'all together and y'all get in the booth or even with the visuals, like my manager, he be behind, he be editing our videos and stuff like he behind the videos too. Damn. He just like to do that. He said that's his therapy. Like, just like how me getting in the studio rapping is therapy. He like the creative aspect of it. Mm. So, so when we, um. He about to do videos and stuff like that. We we all we all go together and go look for locations and shop below. We do a lot of our work ourselves, a lot of it. So certified drops. Um, what's what's the next video? You say Mac and Bewick? Uh, it's either between yeah. I, I I'm going with Mac and Bewick. I'm going with that. You but also that. I'm doing a, I'm doing another one called Medusa. Uh, Medusa is totally different. It's like a whole turnaround. What's so different it's about totally, it? It's very, it's very sexual, very sexy, very sexy. Okay. You know what I really <laughs> want to hear you on uh, is 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 uh, like a Griselda beat or or a Boldy beat. Um, go on to we have I have that. If you go on to Problem Child three. Uh-huh. Um, you can you can hear me on a whole lot of stuff, uh, hold a whole lot of the vibes like that, um, through the Coney Island series, um, especially Coney Island. Yeah, I want to say Coney many, Island two, three. How many projects you got? Let me think. Okay, two thousand nineteen. Okay, twelve. 12. Okay, so listen. Four of them. Coney mm-hmm. Island 1, 2, and 3 I did with Chaz. Okay. Fuck a demo tape I did. It was me, Chaz, Dollar, and Sinatra. And the okay. rest of them was rest of them was me. Okay. So eight of eight, I got eight solid, solid projects by myself and four collaborative projects with the rest of the team. Mm-hmm. But all together got like 12, 13. You and Chai's got a really dope chemistry, though. Thank you. I think so too. Like we be vibing. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah. be vibing. Because I, uh, I saw you at the uh, the Philly the uh, Philly concert, the uh, Freeway concert or or show, mm-hmm. however you want to say it. Um, yeah. And yeah, you and him, like, yeah, yeah, I was with the shits. <laughs> yeah, that's what I got. I mean, you know, Chai's. I honestly been knowing him by a lot. I've been known me and Chaz before we started working together. We had actually been around each other just in the music aspect. Like, you know, a lot of the Uncle P shows, mm-hmm. we we always got booked on the same shows a lot of the times. And I had I naturally became a fan of his. You know what I'm saying? His earlier music and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. And then um we actually did before we was actually put together together. Me and Chaz actually did a song a while ago called Quiet Storm. And it was something real sexy. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, 
we just did that perform we probably performed it like once or twice mm-hmm. and you know everybody was vibing to it and stuff and then um my manager which has a mutual relationship with Chaz as well before us working together um he was like okay let's do this song so we did a song called soul food and it was myself it was Chaz, it was Vizu and it was K2A and it was basically a real dope song about just being a better MC. Mm. Real, it's cold. It's like you just go to the website. Hey y'all, everything I'm telling y'all that's listen. What's the website? You, you keep saying the website. Tell me what's the website. www.dotgang.dotgang.dotgang.net. Uh-huh. Everything is there. All right, bet. Yeah, gotta get that, we gotta get that plug out there, like so people can can follow up and go go tap yeah, it. Yeah, y'all we're gonna tap say it again in. in a few minutes too. Just just so y'all niggas know. Okay, yeah, but my manager actually was, you know, we did that, and then um, we we came together again with it was just Chaz and I, and we just was like, I don't even know how we came up, it came up and called it Coney Island anyway. But it was like, let's just go in the studio and just mess around. You know what I'm saying? So we was in the studio messing around. And the Coney Island single came out of it, of us just mm-hmm. vibing. And we took it and we listened to it and people was like, damn, that's dope. So the first uh, thing we did was we sent it to um, Hot 107.5, got this uh, thing that they do every Friday where they play local artists from Detroit. Like if they select it, they just play it on the air. You know what I'm right. saying? On Friday night. And they played it, and people started asking about it, about that song. And they like, what the hell? And it was like, Pete out and Chaz, Pete out and Chaz. So we started, we like, okay, we're going to push this. Because people feeling it. They feeling how the chemistry of me and him sound together on a song. They was vibing with it. They like, dang, that's something different. Because here in the city, it's usually a whole bunch of guys, yeah. a girl by herself, or she might do a feature, but it ain't never been a girl-guy duo in the yeah. city at all until me and Chaz did it. And so um, once we did that, then we start performing it. And it's like people was people of all ages was 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 vibing to it. And then they was like, um, after a certain certain number of cycles, they put it on the air. They put it on Hot 107.5. It was just playing. Normally, we it just they just picked it and played it like it was playing for months, <laughs> like for months. I was I talk about people was I be at home. And we'd get tagged on Instagram or Facebook and be like, we heard you heard you on, um, on the radio driving home from work with the kids. And one day I, we caught it riding on the freeway and they played it. And I was like, ah! I, I, I went crazy. Like, oh my God. I'm like, the whole week I'm going crazy. Like, oh, this is real. Like, it, we ain't pay for this. This ain't no favor, no nothing. This is raw, raw work. You know what I'm saying? And then uh, we start performing it and then they was like, can we get some more of that? So my manager being my manager, he was like, what y'all think? And then I looked at Chaz, Chaz looked at me, he was like, let's do it. So we booked a session with a SAR. Um, but, but around the time when we did that, we was just not coming up out the pandemic. You know, the pandemic, the city was yeah. locked down. Yeah. But we had relationships with like Nick Speed and Mixed Factory One, DDT and them. They mm-hmm. was opening their door. They ain't opening their doors to everybody, but they opened up. By the grace of God, they was like, yeah, y'all can come. So we was in there rocking like 
dropping them mm. boom 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 every time because it wasn't nothing else to do the world was shut down you know i braid hair i got you know what i'm saying in the salon the salon was shut down i'm like shoot let's just let's just work on this music you know so we did that and uh yeah it came out something dope and then we start performing it and then they wanted another one so it was coney island two then they wanted another one we gave coney island three <laughs> that's Go crazy down. yo what's what's the best coney island Ooh, um, damn i'm gonna say shit. i'm gonna say two to me because mm -hmm. it was so early like we was we was in our groove by then we was in our groove our chemistry had got like this mm -hmm. so when we got in the studio and it was like this is what we doing it was like boom boom it was like we did almost we did the whole album in one session the oh, whole fire. album in one session yep that's and i was crazy. like dang it was so easy and breezy that that's the reason why we went in and did it again okay we ain't got but a few minutes left Yep. I gotta go back to it. The What's Mount up? Rushmore. Damn it. No, you gonna take the last few minutes. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I ain't gonna do the die line. You know, die line, he'd be like, die, die line, line, die line, die line, die line. Die line. <laughs> I ain't gonna do that. <laughs> okay. Y'all don't look. Charge it. Don't charge it to nothing. You know what I'm saying? Okay. When I say my top is my top, that don't make nobody less or bad or nothing. This is my top. Okay. People that I listen to, I'm not gonna say, I'm gonna say people that I listen to. Okay. Okay. Okay, I listen to. I'm gonna have to give. I'm gonna have to give. Definitely give one of them to uh, Big Hurt for sure. Oh, I agree with you a thousand percent. Big Hurt is definitely on there. We gonna snap him on that mug right there. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna have to give give the next one to my bro, based on based based on just it don't matter what. I'm gonna have to give it Cheddar Boy Malik and put him up there. Okay. Okay. Um that I listen to. Okay. I'ma go ahead. I'm a I'm a slap stretch up there. I'm about to give it to him. I'm about to give it to him. Uh my last one. I'ma give it to a to give it to a girl, and it's because without her, I don't think it'd be for real, for real, no, no respect for the women, and I'm gonna give it to Boss. Put her up there, okay? I would, I now would put Smiley over Boss. On only reason why I put Boss is because I know more of Boss stuff, and Boss was around a lot longer. Yeah, Smiley, but I only remember the one song. Yeah, me too. I'm gonna be honest, but, um, but 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 she was just more Detroit for me. Yeah. And, I, and the reason why I give it to Boss is because she 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 took us she got up out of here. Yeah, it got her it got her up out of here. You know what I'm saying? And um, can't do nothing but respect that. I can't do nothing but respect that. And she was dope. She just Still left Detroit. Is, you know, in she, Detroit. 
Yeah, yeah. So that's my Mount Rushmore, y'all. For the people who watching, y'all ain't gotta agree, but just respect it. You know what I'm saying? Before people start trying to trying to hang me and shit, you know what I'm saying? Because you know how sensitive how sensitive people are. But I love every last one of my peers. Y'all all bring something dope. We all bring something dope and different to the culture. I'm not taking away from y'all contribution or anything. This is just what I listen to on a daily. I'm not Feel me? at that. <laughs> I, I have to honor that. Um, I would stretch though, and and I fucks with stretch, but I don't know if the the body he came out so like the he set the bar so high for himself that it was almost impossible for him to maintain. You know, it take like the it takes money that level. Yeah, just, you know what, I'm not, and I'm attributed to my man. He went on vacation. You know what I'm saying? I I, I, I kind of think that if he wouldn't have went on vacation, he would have been. It would have been some more of that. You know what I'm saying? But just based off of the just the the relatability, like he still is still cracking. Like how many how many years it been since he released that song? Oh God, Jesus Christ! I don't even remember how long ago. And they can play it today, and it's timely. And it's still, yeah, that, that, that's that's just a timeless, and I can play that anywhere. Anywhere you can go anywhere, like, yeah. anywhere. Like, what the fuck is that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But like I said, okay, so so one of the seats is question. Like you know, what I'm saying I, I, depending on the day, I'll take a person out. But, but as far as my my three that I said, definitely Big Herc is definitely on there. You know, what I'm saying Chip Boy Malik is definitely on there. Now, depending on my day, I could rotate the other ones. But I feel you on that. Them two was definitely up there, bro. I ain't even gonna say myself because I still got work to do. But them two, yeah, you could put in who is rock bottom, and it be gonna it be up all day. Oh, nigga, literally, when I jump in my car, that CD starts playing. Well, not even. And you CD, know they about to have a, uh the the uh, the uh, team Eastside versus the Doughboy Cash Out at the Forty Two Dud concert. They about to have a versus. So I think that's gonna be great for the city. It will be. Um, I don't know if I really want to be like, uh, and I fucks with Forty Two Doug. I don't think that's my. I'm story. not. I'm not going. I'm not going. Yeah. But I'm glad to see him out and you know getting yeah. back to it. But it is a good look. He's younger. He's too wild <laughs> he for me, man. I, I'm cool. You know, <laughs> we we gonna be there anyway because even though we ain't there, they gonna it's gonna be on Facebook. All you gotta do is somebody gonna go live. Right. I'll dress <laughs> up and watch live. I'm cool. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I gotta thank you so, so, so much for stopping by. This has been honor. Um, lo- love chopping it up with you, man. This has been really dope. I appreciate you. For sure. Thank you, man. I enjoyed myself. This time Yo, flew too. <laughs> and tell, tell, tell them, tell them the website one more time before we dip. Website, y'all can check me out at www.gang.net. You can get caught up on all my music from the old to the new. My bio is there. Get to know me. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Just give me an honest listen. Y'all will love it. I'm telling you, y'all going to catch a vibe. Some Somewhere up in there, y'all going to catch a vibe. <laughs> Facts. Like, I highly, <laughs> highly recommend that you you take that journey. Um, yes, sir. A couple ones you mentioned that I'm going to have to go back and listen to my damn self. Thank uh, you. So, yeah, yeah. Let def- me know. Definitely gotta listen to that, that one joint. <laughs> what you what you say the name of it was Pamela? Yeah, my project is called Pamela, and the deepest song you asked me about is called Beautiful Wounds. Yeah, I, that name alone is just I love that. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Um, 
If there's anything I can possibly do for you, not sure what, but if it is, let me know and I got you. Same here, same here. You know, I got you too, my brother. Thank you. And thank you. And you have a phenomenal day. You as well. Peace. I'll try. Peace. Yo, y'all already know, man. This is Jobs. It's been another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio. Shout out to P Dot. Yo, my eczema is just fucking killing me today. Oh my god, I'm scratching fucking just. Ugh, I just got the scratches. Um, if you ever if you got eczema, you understand my pain. Y'all already know. Yo, hold on. Let me see who we got next week, just so I can shout that out a little bit. Oh snaps, we got. Detroit Fire Chief Harris coming on Wednesday at 5 o'clock. We got, uh, oh, my goodness, James Skrill, Eberhardt Jr. Uh, got his own champagne. Y'all already know about that. The dude is a legend. And then we got Trey DaVinci coming on Thursday. It's going to be a fire fire week. Uh, and do me a favor, yo, yesterday we had a couple of fire ones too. Dr. DeLorean Griffin, the plastic surgeon, to Detroit and beyond, um, we had Lord G, one of the most humble producers you'll ever meet. Um, work with Vezo, uh, Ashante, you know, and the list goes on. And and then we had Keisha Pittman today at five o'clock. Go check out all of those interviews. Matter of fact, just go like and subscribe to the YouTube channel, um, Intellectually Petty Radio. On that note, we out. Y'all have a good one.